Scarves Up Seattle! Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nat Mamoudis. As we get ready to kick off the 2024 MOS season, season already upon us, and joining me, as always, you know him, you love him, David Maymudis. Hello, everybody. And uh, it seems like just yesterday the uh, season was ending, uh, and it is MOS uh, season is back earliest start ever sounders kicking off on the 24th at lafc on fox i believe i believe this is the uh, network game um and then after that uh opening the season at uh home uh will be austin Austin, coming to time uh, so that is how the Sounders will start the season. We're going to get into all the news that of Seattle soccer in the past month. Um, let's let's start with the the World Cup news. We already knew that Seattle was going to be uh, one of the a uh, host uh, for the twenty twenty six World Cup, but it was announced that Seattle will be getting six games, including one U.S. uh, men's national team game. Uh, And so four group stage games and then a round of 32 game and a round of 16 uh, game. David, what are your thoughts on uh, this announcement and the fact that Greg Berhalter will be coming to Seattle? Yeah, I love the fact that they're doing all of the USMNT group games on the West Coast. Uh, I really did not expect that that would happen. Um, and, you know, I like... Um, it It seemed like, you know, I guess was six the fewest games that any of the U.S. cities got. Um, I, what I was reading before is people thought we're expecting four or five games. Um but I didn't know if there were if there turned out to sort of be fewer, um, you know, fewer venues than expected. Because basically, I think Seattle with six was the lowest in the U.S. Um, yeah, I think that I think it it uh, has to do with um, the later of the stages is mostly being played in the East Coast. Um, though uh, though Dallas uh, does have the most games with nine, um, the number of matches I really could care less about the specific number of matches. That just the fact that we're getting any matches and that we got a U.S. game is just is shocking. But it's deserved. I mean, just soccer is so huge in Seattle. Um, I mean, at every level, the support. I mean. The support that now, uh, as OL Rain has transitioned back to being called the Seattle Rain, which is good. I like that. Seattle Rain is better. Makes more sense. I won't have to explain why they are called why they were called OL Rain anymore. Um, with them success, their success, and and Battle FC success, and then obviously 
uh, how much, how many homegrown players we've had, uh, and our academy has done very well, like Generation Adidas. Like, uh, we do produce a lot of players, so it makes sense that we get the game. And then also, when we have had U.S. men national team games before, it's been a great atmosphere. 2013, that game against uh, Panama um, in World Cup qualifying, huge game for the U.S. And then obviously in Copa America Centenario uh, 2016, I was I was at that game um, and we saw uh, Clint Dempsey. I believe Clint Dempsey scored in that game and Jassy Zardes did um as well um as they as the US uh moved on in that tournament. Um but yeah it's it's huge news um for Seattle. Uh they have also announced that grass will be put in early 2026, maybe end of 2025. Now right now at Lumen Field they have been Replacing the turf. So I ask you, why are we putting in more turf? Right. So why not do it now? Yep. Uh, I presume the answer is that the Sounders and the uh, Seahawks wanted it that way, but they did also say that they're starting to grow the grass for the field now. So maybe it does require a year of lead time at some sod farm somewhere. The Seahawks and the Sounders have said that they both prefer to play on grass. The only reason not to have grass is the cost of upkeep. And the Sounders and the Seahawks, especially the Seahawks, they could pay to hire a grounds crew. It's not that expensive, especially when you are a rich billionaire. Yep. Uh, They could have grass they should have put in grass why they're just replacing the turf right now is beyond me um, it will be interesting to see how that grass in 2026 holds up because in the past while when they put in the temporary grass it comes up a lot more easily than uh than more permanent grass so we sh- shall see how it happens uh how it goes this time anyway i'm excited that you know there are going to be some big games there um i presume that our sounders loyalty won't do a whole lot in getting us tickets uh to lumen field in 2026 but will remains to be seen about that yeah any idea when you think that uh tickets to that u.s men's national team game will become available I don't know. And I don't know if they'll do them in packages. You know, do you, will you, you know, will you to get it? Will you have to buy tickets to all six games? Will you have to buy tickets to, you know, more games spread around the country? You know, how will they, how will they split it between locals and uh, traveling, you know, foreign or domestic tourists? I really don't know. I guess we could go look at what they did in 1994, for an example. Um, But you I know, mean, anyway, I'm sure I mean how much would that really it. help? How much would that really help? The where the game is in the country and uh just ticket prices in general has changed so much. How much I yep. don't feel like that wouldn't uh connect very well. Um but that being said about just prices in general, this is gonna be a 
tickets for these for this World Cup is going are going to be insane. Uh, especially, um, I mean, I mean, you know, new, I, I would, I would, yeah. I would hope what they'll do is, you know, price the three hundred level at something reasonable and price the one hundred level at, you know, something exorbitant and you know, make it so soccer fans have a chance to be in the stadium, but they can extract money from people with money. Um, but anyway, we'll actually, see yeah. how they'll do it. Yeah, this is actually one thing that Australia did very well at their Women's World Cup, um, and they fought FIFA to make it so that tickets um, were affordable for families and uh, they were cheaper. So, uh, uh that is something the U.S. could do, but uh, FIFA is also all about money, and they will go with the money. Um, so I think it's going to be different. Uh, thoughts on the final getting to be in uh, New Jersey at MetLife? It was rumored that it was going to be uh, at uh, Jerryland in Arlington, Texas, uh, but that changed. And I honestly can't decide how I feel. I would have had it at the Rose Bowl. That's where the 1994 one is. That's where I think it should be. Um, I can understand like the prestige of New York. If you're like uh, if you're a European um, business person and you look at the U.S., there are like three cities that like you think of as being important in the U.S. They are uh, New York. Miami and Los Angeles. And then, I mean, if someone says Arlington at this, like, you're like, what? what? Right. I mean, they would call it Washington, D.C., but they would. Um, I mean, oh, I think. No, the, no, the, no. Not Arlington. Not that Arlington. Oh, you're completely Texas, Arlington. Yeah. I literally just said Arlington, uh, Arlington, right, where Jerryland is. Um, I mean, people know where Texas is. They think that it's most, you know, that's most of the United States, probably. Um but 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 uh, I think the reality is it's going to be in a modern stadium. You know, the Rose Bowl is iconic. Um, but in terms of if you're trying to get people who are paying ten thousand dollars for a ticket, it's it doesn't have the corporate suite opportunity, you know, experience that people want for the Super Bowl or for a World Cup final. Um, it, so it was it, just unlikely yeah. it was going to happen. It is going to be interesting to see what the weather ends up being um for the final um because uh i mean new york middle of summer the game will probably kick off at like 5 p 5 p.m or early afternoon maybe earlier than that so they can try to get the europe um uh nighttime I mean, again you know a better than so better than could... the texas experience better than the dubai experience so well, i mean if you have to, i mean in texas if it is if it is at Jerryland, then you have an air conditioned field. You don't have to worry about lightning. There is yeah. a good chance that middle of summer in New York there could be lightning, and then um, that could mess up uh, all of their plans for European viewers. I mean, it's a World Cup final; everyone's still going to watch it. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see like how humid it is. It's not it probably won't. Won't compare to if they have played the final in the summer in Qatar, uh, in Qatar. Uh, but yep. uh, it could be very hot, so uh, it'd be interesting to see. A uh, final note on the World Cup host: there is a chance, 
that if the U.S. were to make it to the round of 16, and remember, there is a round of 32, the game would be uh, in Philadelphia, uh, would be in Philadelphia on July 4th. Um, okay. Home World Cup game, July 4th. Um, what do you think about the possibility of that happening? That would be pretty awesome. So is the whole bracket determined? So do we know? I mean, I guess they don't know the groups yeah. yet, but they know the U.S. will be Group A or something? Yeah. Yeah, the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. will be in 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 the first group. And I'm not sure if that if they have to win their group for that to be happening or if they come in second. But the, the path is always set like that. Um, we know that the U.S. and the U.S., they will be the third host to start because the first game is going to be uh, Mexico. Mexico at Estadio Azteca. And then the second game will be Canada in Toronto. And then the U.S. will be the third game. Um, so it it, it uh, should be very interesting to see who are the opponents in these games, especially in these, the Seattle um, game. Um if that that game could very well end up uh since and remind me what's the yeah. format of the group stage how many groups and how big uh the groups it's the same as same as before it's uh 12 groups of four top two advance um plus the eight plus the uh Plus eight more uh, third place eight, teams. Eight more third place teams. So you have a pretty good chance to make it to round of thirty-two. So the round of thirty-two is gonna be crazy. We'll see if uh it's like the African combinations happening right now where all the where tons of the top teams go out. Um, all right, let's move on to Seattle news. We have some retirement news. Kellen Rowe has hung up the boots. Thoughts on Kellen Rowe uh ending his career. Yeah, I mean, I you know, obviously an iconic Seattle fashion legend. Um, I hope he'll find a way to be involved with the city and the team going forward. I can't remember if they've announced an official role for him, but he seems likely to stick around in the Roger Levesque mold. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see him at Rain Games. Probably has a lot of uh, friends who are Rain players. And then, yeah, big supporter of Seattle sports. And general, and he has family here, so I, I expect him to to stick around. Do you I'm know happy. if he's interested on the broadcast side or the coaching side, or? Um, I mean, it's interesting about coaching. Um, uh, he doesn't. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know what he'll end up doing for broadcasting. I mean, like with there not being any with the team not having like a local. Uh, TV broadcast anymore. Like I don't know what roles there are to be filled since uh, Casey Keller. I don't think he's getting like Casey Keller doing radio. I think he'll probably stay on for that. But uh, we'll see. Um, we've just had everyone has. We've had so many players come in. So if he wants to do something, I bet they would let him. Uh, for uh, other. Uh, signing news. It has it's officially official now. Pedro de la Vega is a sounder. Uh, he is a uh, he has a young DP 
contract, so which means that he does count as a or he does he counts as a DP, but he yeah, lets he, us unlock some other under twenty two players or something. Yeah, yeah, he counts as a young DP, so he is a DP, but uh, instead of uh, but uh, because he's under twenty two, like uh, none of it, his his salary count is is uh way is it it's not it doesn't count the same as a designated player so anyway um so it's it's huge that he's um that he's young and that based on the rules uh we have more room to bring in other players um so it's um very excited to see him on the field don't know that much about him just seen a couple highlights and I'm excited. Um, it seems like he will pretty much just take us the starting role right from Leo Chu. Um, as he mostly plays left wing, he could play forward, but I expect that to be, uh, Morris, um, or, uh, Roy Diaz. Um, more likely Morris. I, I think Morris is going to start the season as our, uh, uh, central, uh, forward but um for other people coming in uh it could be uh telling that the sounders plan to play three center backs again um as we as they did in the 2021 season because uh we have our other moves bringing in um as we bring in Jonathan Bell from St. Louis who we talked about and then also uh, Nathan uh from San Jose um uh, Nathan Definitely a lot. Bell, I think you can think of him kind of more as AB, and he'll play games for Defiance. Um, whereas Nathan, so you're, imagining, he's, he's, you're imagining knew who's staying at left back, but, but yeah, so I think, I mean, both of them, I, I think, um, uh, having both of them on, on our bench now, just like it allows, um, uh it, it it allows us more coverage if we want to play a three man center back in which it's new who uh Reagan and Yamar and then uh then we could play um Baker Whiting and uh Alex Rodon on the sides. However if you do that though then then you might run into you might have to drop a, a Tensio if you're bringing in, um, you're you're you'd be playing a, a Tensio. You wouldn't be playing a Tensio, and you'd be playing Baker Whiting. Um, right. So, so but, I mean, I feel yeah, like the so, biggest question is: Does you know can Rui Diaz get into the starting eleven? Yeah. Um, you know, if you want Rui Diaz and Morris there, obviously, then something else has to give further back. What What would you do? Do you do you think Raul Roy Diaz deserves another chance to start? Because I have said that, because I was saying that I expect that Morris will start and that Atencio is going to start over Roy Diaz, essentially. Um, that's what right. I, I, mean, I, I can't, yeah, I can't but, imagine, you know, Morris will start if he's healthy. Rui mm -hmm. Diaz, I think, you know, if he can play 90 minutes as the Rui Diaz from two years ago, it's hard to keep him out. Yeah. I can imagine, you know, what seems likely is that he'll 
be more of the, you know, the Freddie Montero role of playing 30 minutes at the end of the game, um, you know, coming in for Morris or whichever of the wingers looks the most tired. Um, which, but obviously which, yeah. I haven't really seen how he's been doing in preseason. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, um, for for preseason games, he hasn't, um, I mean, preseason MOS is, noth- is nothing compared, like means literally nothing. Like teams that do well in preseason or players who do well in preseason. I don't like care it, about the record, it, it, but it just means, the question of, you know, is he playing nothing. 90 minutes? I know they've been doing some of these games that are, you know, yeah. 180 minute games with two 90 minute halves, you know, so they can get the whole squad in. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't seen very much about, you know, how many minutes everyone is getting. I think it would be fair to at the beginning on, on like the first game of the season, like when, I mean, we know that this, we know that our defense is going to be good again this year. Um, because I like I have I'm not worried about a defense at all. With like that is what we had last year. So because of that, let's start out flying by starting and giving and give Rahul a chance at LAFC to start up top and we play two forwards and we try and find some goals to start. It's the first game of the season. I mean it will it would be tough if we lost if uh dropping Atencio and then we lose by a lot, but like, like, and then, but that would prove like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have Raul. Maybe it's okay to have Raul start on the bench, but I would say for this first game, I want to see Morris next to Raul, Raul Rodriguez um, up top. And then in the midfield, that would make, uh, that would mean, um, we have uh, so it would look kind of more like a four-four-two diamond in the middle. It'd be uh, Rusnak in the attacking row, Rodon on the right, uh, La Vega on the left, Paolo, and then of course uh, Nuhu, Reagan, Yamar, Rodon, Fry uh, back. That's what I want to see in the first game. Anything you would change for that? Um, I mean, I I I like that idea. It seems. You know, I'd be surprised if Schmetzer came out that aggressive on the road against LAFC. Um, we know when Raul, when Raul great, is Steve. healthy, when Raul yeah. is healthy, uh, he and when he has been available for LAFC games, he yeah. goes to like a different level against LAFC, uh, yeah. especially so, uh, you know, especially at LAFC to open the game out when they just lost. Putting some goals past Hugo Lloris, man, that would be special. Right. I mean, I I guess you can also imagine us coming out in you know something more like a five four one, you know, which is with three central defenders and 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 much more defensive. Um, I really don't know. Yeah, I really, really. Again, it's the first game of the season. Let's try and score, like. Let's see, like, again, the biggest, this is the biggest thing going into the next, going into this season, is we have to score goals. You have to score goals if you're going to succeed. We have talent. Like, an all along, like, last season wasn't a bad season. Wasn't a bad season. We just couldn't score. Right, and and the... 
the the aim can't be for one zero wins. Yeah. Um, just because you can't guarantee that somebody won't get a lucky bounce, and you know, as a fan, obviously, it's less uh less fun to go that direction. Uh, so looking at the season as more as a whole, um, uh, just like last season, um, we will not, uh, we we are not in CCL. And also, also um, unlike last season, obviously our season started earlier with the Club World Cup. Just like 2021, it's a season where um, the only thing uh, we have to worry about is uh the only thing we have to worry about is MLS. And then I mean when it comes League's Cup, US Open Cup, but main focus is MLS. Do you think we'll see another strong strong start to the season? How are you feeling overall? Um I do. I think we should, you know, we should be um we should have a strong year. We've got players who, you know, the the core of the team um, all knows each other. I guess the question will be, how do we bring in um, De La Vega? You know, seems like the one big, the one big new piece. Um, but it seems like, you know, if you put him into that attacking role. He feels like somebody who will who will work well, you know, reacting to what everybody else does. You know, it's not like everybody needs to get to know him and learn his peculiarities. Um, you know, that said, haven't really seen him play. So, you know, maybe that's just hopeful on my part. But it feels to me like we have the ingredients to, you know, get off to a fast start and keep going. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think... Um... I think I would expect us to have a good start to the season um, as well. I think um, especially I, I do think this first game against LAFC, like if we win this game, then we're going to really, then we're going to be feeling really good and we'll um, come out flying. I think if we lose this game, then it could be a more of a slow start. Like games against LAFC and Portland, like those games always change our season because they are and, and I mean it's true I it's true with a lot of rivalries but it's a, um with with teams but it's especially true for us um, yep. so if we can if we can get this the win at at the bank at uh, at BMO stadium that would be absolutely massive um Let's talk about uh uh let's talk about uh well the new jersey hasn't been announced uh yet. We don't know officially what uh it's gonna look like in stores, but uh, all the MOS jerseys were leaked by uh EA uh FC twenty four. No, a pixelated version of them, so it's hard to know how much that um but the the thought is that our home jersey is gonna be um Blue and green stripes, um, and that our way our our way jersey is uh is going to stay the Bruce Lee kit. That uh, that is pretty 
locked in as we have as you can see on our schedule there you can already see the games that we'll be wearing the Bruce Lee kit um there are home games for that uh which annoy me you have talked about many times yep. that we should be wearing green at home thoughts on the stripes um or upgrade downgrade um, um from the past you know I guess right. So we've had, you know, some of these design. I, I I do like the idea of a design that sort of covers the whole fabric of the shirt. Yeah. Um, you know, so I I I wouldn't mind if there were some pattern that, you know, went around the front and back rather than, you know, sort of the checkerboard design that was only in the front, or even the Bruce Lee kit, which I feel like, especially in a blank jersey, you know, just leaves leaves the big expanse of black in the back. Yeah. Um, so I don't Real mind the idea of sort of a pattern. Um, I feel like, you know, sort of again, the 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 FIFA leak was more of a the sports the sports leak was more of a nice cats. Nice you know, cats. it wasn't a picture; it was sort of a schematic of what the picture was going to be. So if it really was, you know, stripes that strong, you know, it doesn't it doesn't invoke Sounders for me in any way. Um, but, you know, I more feel like that was some digital artist sort of trying to do a low pixel representation of what the shirt is mm -hmm. than, you know, what the shirt's necessarily going to look like. So anyway, I mean, the, what it is, we, you know, remains to be seen what we see. Yeah, I I mean, I, I really like the, uh, I today I really like the, uh, the um, checkered one. But I also remember when they first announced the the first that like kind of got leaked and it was kind of the entire thing was checkered and it was less clear that and uh, I think at that point they did say it was based on the 2019 like uh, flags that everyone holds up um, and I love that is still one of the best MOS Cup uh, like uh, like pregame things that when the whole stadium is holding up green and blue. That was awesome. And but I remember I hated that that jersey and I love that jersey so much. And I'm very sad that 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 my jersey that has that one is is falling apart. Um I will be interested to see this new jersey. Um I think it can't be worse than the 2020 jersey that with the when they had the, the three stripes on it, and then the front of that was like a watermelon, as people have described it. When do you think they'll announce it? Will they? I mean, I guess we won't necessarily wear it until the home opener. I I expect that we could be wearing that on opening day, um, because LAFC would probably want to wear their black uniform. So I don't see us wearing the red. So I think we will have to wear green. Um, okay. I think last year, last year, I remember it coming out like really late. I mean, our, our jersey came out really late. I mean, for the Club World Cup, we wore uh, the brew. We wore. Uh, we wore. Did we wear old jerseys. Old jersey. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. wore. We wore old jerseys. Um, um, so we'll see. I mean. Um, we, we shall see. I'm guessing it will come out. It'll probably come out like a week before the twenty fourth game. Um any pretty much any day now though we can we can inspect. 
Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, while the Sounders are training in um, Spain right now, when they come back, they will start training at their new facility, which uh, if it's not done yet, they're pretty much putting the final touches on it. Um, I'm very interested uh, um, to like see videos of this final project. And then also, it makes me curious about... Um, uh, where will we play U.S. Open Cup games this year? Will we play them uh, at Starfire? Will we play them at Lumen Field Memorial um, Memorial Stadium? Or uh, could we be playing them at the new training facility? Because there is kind of a viewing area. I don't area. think there's any grandstand. I mean, I think it... Yeah, but, but other teams have... But for U.S. Open Cup... There are other MLS teams who have done their games at facilities, kind of like what we've seen from the Sounders. Now, yeah, but given, I mean, no, we know also, we can yeah. put that star fire. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, I don't think they put it someplace with less than a, yeah. you know, with, right, yeah. with less than a 5,000 person capacity. I mean, the other thing about that is like, we've all, we've also heard, uh, there's also been lots of talk about how U.S. Open Cup games should always be hosted by a lower division team. So if we're playing a lower division team in the first round, um, we could see that. And which I think is great. Like nothing, no disrespect on if they're having the the final, like at Lumen Field. But I do, but to grow the game, like having the games at like, if we have play final, like Sacramento. A final statement about how the Open Cup will be structured. I know, I know that the U.S. soccer basically didn't let MLS send their second teams to it, but yeah. I don't know if, is there, have, has, have the right. founders officially said whether they're going or not? Um, Right now, right now, as it's, it's kind of limbo right now. MLS has said like this stuff kind of needs to change for us to be happy, but I expect, um, I expect MOS teams to be in the tournament. Yep. Um, I expect it to be the same as last year, pretty much. Um, I mean, we can still expect, uh, we couldn't still expect Battlefield FC um, to be. That's another thing. That's a reason it maybe could be at Memorial if we get Sounders versus Battlefield FC, since Battlefield FC is in the tournament, is going to be in um, the tournament this year. Uh, so what a game that would be. That's going to be fun. That would be fun. Yep. Um, oh, another, we forgot to bring up another another signing. We also brought in Danny Musofsky, who comes from us most recently from RSL, but he also played for LAFC. And he has, he has scored, I think, like three goals for LAFC against us. Um, and I think he's the... When we think about it's a very rare case. He might be the first player uh who actually comes or I guess he didn't directly come from LAFC, but it's very rare for the Sounders to sign an ex LAFC or ex Portland player just in general. Um so like he's 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 doing that. Uh any thoughts on so he plays le uh, left wing and then he is also um and then he plays forward as well. So, like, we can expect him. He'll probably 
be more depth behind Raul Radias. Um, he has a very good goals per 90. Um, so he probably will score some goals. Any thoughts on him? Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he comes in. I sort of presume that he'll have a hard time um, getting into the starting lineup. Um, do you know how flexible he is in terms of where he plays on the field? I mean, he plays, he'll be, he'll probably be, um, he'll be right behind uh, Pedro de la Vega and Christian Rodon on the wing. Like he can, uh, he plays the wing, um, okay. winger forward position. And could he have the Kellen role, the Kellen Rowe role of, you know, emergency left back also, or, or is he not? Not that maybe, kind of guy. Maybe. Um, I wouldn't I would say no though. He's pretty much solely an attacker. But also like when you look at our team, like for 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 once right now, we have a lot of depth. I mean, still our depth is young, but I mean you look at the left back position since you brought it up, still got Cody Baker, we still got Reed Baker Whiting. Um, obviously Obed Vargas is backing up uh uh, Paolo and Atencio, um, bigger Whiting, bigger Whiting, and Baker can also play right back. Um, we already talked about center backs. Leo Chu is still on the team, even though um, there's been rumors of him getting traded to um, uh, teams in Liga MX um, and other places. Um, so he's probably if the roster is going to change at this point. The two changes that we could expect are um, Leo Chu leaving and then uh, uh, Freddie Montero getting added. But with the Danny Misofsky addition, um, there's a good chance that Freddie Montero might just retire. Um, and if I had to bet on who joins the coaching staff between Freddie Montero and Kellen Rowe, I'd probably put it on Montero over him or or especially Montero becoming a coach. I, he seems more like he would be doing that than Kellen Rowe. Uh, yeah, Kellen Rowe apparently has a wine company that he'll, yeah. he'll be spending some more time on. Yes, the um, Vino so FC. Yep. Yes, uh, I haven't made it to a wine tasting event too, but uh, someday, someday. Um, all right, uh, to wrap up uh, this episode, um, uh, to go into this season as something that we are going to also we're going to be doing a version of this on football's life uh, and if you want to hear about other mos news you should check out football's life uh find it wherever you listen to podcasts follow it on instagram at w at uh, football's life.wcb and on twitter at wcb football uh, and in that we will be uh drafting uh, me and my host will be drafting six uh, MOS strikers to make up our team. Whoever has the most goals wins. Tiebreaker will be the assists. We're going to do that for the Sounders. So obviously it's not just uh, it's not just uh, strikers with the Sounders. So you got to and uh, obviously with goals being hard to come by from the Sounders, should be interesting to see who, see who we pick. We're gonna pick. Uh, how many players do you think we should pick? I was I was thinking three, but maybe we should pick. Maybe we should pick five. Let's, uh, do, let's five. do five. Um, you can go first, Matt. All right. Um, no, no. Um, 
No, no, no. I don't want to play that. You're going to go first. Since you suggested okay, I'll pick Morris. Pick first. Okay, interesting first pick going for Morris. Now, Nat could go for Raul Rodriguez, um, but I will not. I'm going to go. I'll go with our new player. I'll go with De La Vega. Uh, with the with that first pick, uh, and then uh, 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 I will get the I get the next pick. Uh, okay. We're gonna snake this. Um, I will take De La Vega and uh, Rusnak with the second pick. Now you have the next two picks. Um, I'll take um, Roldan and. Sure, I'll take Rui Diaz. All right. Um, so you have okay. So you got Morris, uh, Rotan, and Rui Diaz. I have Rusnak and uh, De La Vega. Um, this is when it starts to get uh more difficult. Um, who else do I think is going to have some goals this uh this season? Um, Reagan still doesn't have a goal this season. Um. Uh, I'll I'll pick Alex Roton, uh, with that third with that third pick, and then I'm going to also pick um, Yamar. Yamar, Alex Rodon, Rusnak, and De De La Vega. Two final picks for you. Um, I'll pick uh, Jao Polo and Reagan. Yeah, Paolo. Dude, you go you go Reagan instead of uh going for the other uh midfielder who's probably gonna start uh Atencio. Obviously only had he he I guess he only scored one goal um for that. Um it seems risky to to pick Leo Chu, uh, because he might not be on the team. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Musovsky. Um uh I think I think that could be a surprise a surprise pick. So let's say that let's say our teams again. Um so let's I have go for one more, go for the top six. Should we add to sure, sure. Let's add one more. So should I I'll I'll pick another one. I will um yeah. um I, I'll pick uh I'll pick Atencio. Okay, and I'll take two. All right, uh, maybe we'll and mid midway through the season we'll we can we'll see if will uh, give us the opportunity to swap one person. So you if two gets gets uh, traded, um, uh, then you can replace him. Uh, do we still have, is is Danny Leva still on the on the team? He came back from Colorado, um, when he was on loan, and I I don't think he's gone anywhere. I don't remember seeing anything on him. Do you think uh, that's a that's an uh, interesting one for like what he could be doing still in the with future? Media has him with Colorado. What is he doing? Yeah, he I'm was on sure. loan with he. He came back to the Sounders after being on loan there, and he was playing for there. That anyway, that's a player to watch. Yeah. All right, uh, but for uh, our teams again, we're gonna say the teams again. So I have uh, Rusnak, De La Vega. Alex Rodon, Yamar, and um, Musovsky, and Detencio. Those are my six. You have Roy yep. Diaz, Morris, Christian Rodon, uh, Jao Paolo, Paolo, Reagan, and Reagan, Chu. 
and Jill. All right. And I, I wrote it. it down for you. All okay. Right. All right. That is how uh, those are the teams. We will see who scores more goals. We will think of a punishment for whoever scores this. We'll probably involve wearing something to the last um to our last uh, regular season game or the playoffs or something. Uh, we'll figure that out. And for this next game against LAFC, and then following that against Austin, uh, remember to follow the show on Instagram at Scarves Up Podcast. Follow the show on Twitter at This Scarves Up Pod. Contact the show at uh, Scarves Up Podcast at gmail.com. At those next two games, remember to keep your scarves up. <laughs>